Hi, this is Nicole Kimberling, creator of Lauren Prue's Magic is Real, welcoming you to episode five of our six-part series. And I'd just like to take a moment to thank you all so much for your likes and for your support, and just for listening to our story. It means a lot to us. And now let's get to episode five, Just Say No to Kraken. Who is this mysterious lady who you hear talking to you? Is it a ghost? Is it a creepy girl from a horror movie? No, it is I, Lauren, a humble cat sitter by day. But then, also by day, I'm Lauren of Lauren Proves Magic is Real. The girl who lets you listen to Mr. Curry's case files and reveals the mysteries of the universe. Here's the very latest of his cases. Let's see what he was up to two weeks ago. It's Thursday, July 22nd. I'm about to answer a phone call from an extra-human citizen. It was patched through to me by the crime reporting hotline. Hello, this is Special Agent Keith Curry of NIAD's Food and Medicine Inspection Department. It is my duty to inform you that this call is being monitored, and anything you say can be taken into evidence. Hello, my name is Runa. I have been assaulted. Okay, Runa, I'm going to go ahead and transfer you to our criminal branch. Okay, Runa, how about you go ahead and tell me what happened? Those Russian mermaids, Anya and Yelena, swam up and hacked off a piece of my mantle. Okay, Runa, do you need medical assistance? No, it is not a large wound, hardly a pound of flesh, but those mermaids have a real problem. Okay, Runa, can you tell me anything else about these mermaids? think they stole your flesh to sell? Oh yes, I heard them talking about it as they swam away. I'm looking at your file now. Wow, that's a nice scallop farm you have there. Thank you so much. Oh, you're sweet. All right, Runa, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna call the NOAA officer in Dutch Harbor and have him take a statement and photograph your wound, okay? Supplemental case notes. Victim is a naturalized Kraken female, approximately two kilometers long, residing in the Aleutian Trench off the coast of Alaska. She came to the earthly plane several hundred years ago and has been a documented resident of the United States waters for almost 20. Kraken is a new one for me. So, Magus, what can you tell me? Kraken are giant cephalopods who reside in deep sea trenches they are originally from the abyssal seas of the Aegean realm. There are 39 residing in NATO countries. During the Age of Sail, disoriented kraken occasionally collided with ships in the North Sea, leading to the myth that kraken attack and sink sailing vessels. Most kraken living on Earth now make their living through aquaculture or by assisting with deep-sea research. Thank you, Magus. 
I don't think I'll be able to question the Russian mermaids, as Russia is not a member of NATO. So I'm going to start putting feelers out in the illicit meat trade, starting with a call to my connection at Blisco. Thank you for calling Blisco, the largest purveyor of commercial goods in the known universe. If we can't get it, it never existed. This is Susan speaking. Hi, Susan. This is Keith from Nyad. Hi. To what do I owe the pleasure? And do remember that this call may be recorded for training purposes. Absolutely, Susan. You see, I'm interested in some Kraken meat. Kraken? Sure thing. Best sushi I ever had. I can get you Kraken so fresh, it's still wriggling within 48 hours, though there is a minimum order of 25 kilos. How much you need? See, that's interesting. For some reason, I was under the impression Kraken was a protected species. Not where it's from. But here on Earth. Yes, on Earth it's illegal to harvest Kraken, which is why our fishermen go straight to the source, the deep abyssal seas of the Aegean realm. Tentacles are sustainably harvested to order in a way that does not kill the Kraken in question. What about the mantle? No, nobody eats the mantle. It's too tough. And if you would be so kind, could you tell me if anyone else this week has called about Kraken? Well, we always get several requests in the summer. Yeah, that checks out. So, do any really stand out to you? There was one request for exactly one pound of flesh, which I thought was really weird, especially coming from the earthly realm. Orders originating in the Fey realm are commonly specific, like an order for one troll skull full of gold dust, skull included, or something like that. But in the earthly realm, customers generally go for whatever is the value menu, so to speak. Right. So, Susan, is there any way I could convince you to tell me where this call from the earthly realm originated? Not without a warrant. At Blisco, we take customer privacy seriously. But I can tell you, the most statistically common location where a call like that might originate. And where would that be? Any place Stellan Haugen lives. Last I heard, that was Washington State. Here's a product you might be interested in, if you're listening to me. Winter, spring, summer, or fall, the Grand Goblin Bazaar has it all. Washing machines, sewing machines, time machines. Seven-league boots, second-hand horseshoes, and cement galoshes. We've got it at the Grand Goblin Bazaar. Magic beans, magic flutes, magic the gathering. Meat, meat, meat. Christmas lights of every color and flavor. Come find it at the Grand Goblin Bazaar. Hop into a portal near you and find whatever you desire at the Grand Goblin Bazaar. Located at the crossroads of all dimensions. Open from prehistory and continuing on for all eternity. Unsurprisingly, Stellan Hagen turned out to be a registered extra human with a low threat status and no criminal history. His address is listed as Racehorse Falls, so I hopped a portal to the nearest farmer's market, rented a car, and now I'm heading into the North Cascades. Stellan Hagen's extra human designation was something called Fossengrimmon. I've never heard of it, but I bet the Nyad AI has. Magus, what can you tell me about Fossengrimmon? The Fosse Grimmen are water spirits who inhabit waterfalls. They traditionally manifest as handsome, naked young men who are playing the fiddle, and the music that they play is considered to be the music of life itself. Fosse Grimmen normally charge the price of one pound of stolen meat in exchange for teaching humans to play instruments at the virtuoso level. Whether this is because of some ancient pact 
or average collusion and price fixing is unclear. They are not considered dangerous. When I arrived at Racehorse Falls, I saw nothing but a great-looking waterfall. Then I put on my spectral lenses and Stellan popped into my field of vision. A hot, naked, smooth blonde sitting on a rock at the base of the waterfall. He held a fiddle in one hand and a bow in the other. When he saw me looking at him and actually seeing him, he pulled his bow across the strings. Immediately, the trill of birdsong floated through the air. I waved my naiad ID. He beckoned me closer. Recording follows. Hello. Greetings, welcome. Please sit down. I'd prefer to stand, thank you. I'm here investigating an assault against a kraken. Oh, yeah, right. Please give her my condolences. What do you know about the crime? Well, I know mermaids don't need music lessons. Can you please elaborate on that statement? Sure. All I know is this guy comes up to me because he wants me to teach his son play the violin. I give him the standard line about the pound of flesh, and I tell him my favorite meat is kraken. I'm originally from Norway, you see. I used to get it all the time, but these days I hardly get a tentacle a year. So this guy goes off, and a few weeks later he brings back the meat, and I was like, Hey man, you, you bought this from Blisco, it's in the packaging, not stolen, not cool. Then he came back again with his son, holding the second pound of Kraken, and I could smell those rusalkas on it, and I told him that if his son's on me to teach him, his son has to do the thieving. He can't just hire some Russian chicks to do his dirty work. That's exploitation. Then the son said he didn't even care about the music, and he was just trying to learn an instrument to pad his Harvard application. He threw the Kraken at me and took off. It tasted okay, but I really prefer tentacle to mantle when it comes to Kraken. Further investigation revealed that the gentleman in question was one John Leary of Lansing, Michigan, a Nyad field agent. He was charged with solicitation to commit assault causing bodily harm, dismissed from Nyad, and sentenced to two years in prison with mandatory amnesia and memory replacement. His son's essay on having a father in prison, it ended up getting him into Penn State. I'm glad that Kraken lady got justice. She seemed really nice. But listening to that story gives me an idea. Magus, are you there? Yes. O-M-G, it worked. Okay, Magus, is Mr. Colby a human? Insufficient data, incomplete name. Oh, right. Hmm. Um, is Mr. Leonard Colby who teaches at Alliance Middle School in Washington, D.C., a human? Subject is not human. Yes! Magus, tell me, what Leonard Colby is? Leonard Colby is the alias of Raziel, 
a multidimensional being known as an archangel in the earthly realm. Whoa. Why is he teaching geometry? I do not understand the question. Please restate. Why would an archangel want to teach geometry? The answer is unknowable. I can't tell if that is an answer, or if you're just being so deep, Magus. But, um, thank you. Well, what do you think about that, Cheeto? Wow, a whole bunch of comments are coming up now. Dozens and dozens. I didn't realize so many people were listening to this. They're scrolling up too fast for me to read them, and oh, some of the comments are really mean. I think... Open up, Curry. <clears throat> I, I know that you're in there. I can see your shadow. Okay, whoever you are, I am not allowed to answer the door, so you just need to go away. Oh, oh. Hello, little girl. Is your father home? We need to speak with him. Um, you'll have to come back later. I, I'm sure it'll be all right if you just open the door a little bit. I have something to give Mr. Curry. <gasps> no, no way. You have to wait. Is Mr. Curry home? Yeah. Yes, yes, he's home. Um, he just can't come to the door because he's pooping. And he gets really mad when people interrupt his poops. Stop kicking in the door! Ah! Hey, let go of me! Come with us! No! You get out of Mr. Curry's house right now! What the hell? She has some kind of magic! I've got a neutralizer. Quit spraying me! Oh, that's so Help me get her into this bag. Do it yourself! You know I can't touch that foam. Why don't you have to use it? Then look for Curry, then. What if I run into the goblin? He's out. On maneuvers. No worries. He'll come to us. Episode 5, Just Say No to Kraken, was written by Nicole Kimberling and produced by Tommy Jordan. This week's episode features the voices of Dal McLean, Jin Hale, Ian Everyhope, Philip Broser, Brandon Connor, Astrid Amara, and Tommy Jordan. Featured music was OMG by Ricky Sprinkles, I Wish My Baby Was Born by East Coast Dave, Evacuate by Future Lab Rat, and Easy by Pascal. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud. You can also find us on Twitter at Lauren Proves It or on BlindEyeBooks.com.
find a reason why I need 